Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And welcome to Strongcast. I'm Mark Boyd. I'm here with Paul Sullivan. Hello. Uh, and our man Toby Richards. How's it going, Toby? Very well, thank you, guys. How are you, Paul? I'm good. Looking forward to this. The what? mindset of a Royal Marine Commando. You're yeah. taking the piss out of me for <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> Straight in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, right, let's get cracking in. So, just talk us through for the people listening, people that don't know you, where you've come from, what's the background? So, my name's Toby Richards. Um, obviously, my background is the same as Mark's here which is Royal Marine Commandos. Uh, joined at a very young age, same as Mark as well. I think, what, you were 16? 16, yeah. I was 17 when I joined. Um, Just out of puberty. I hadn't, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> they used to ask me if I got lost on the way to school. When I was there. Not a hair on the chin. It's no. a hard paper <laughs> <or nothing. laughs> Um Yeah, so I did sort of best, best part, just under five years there in the Royal Marines. Um, I ended up getting into sort of fitness as in personal training, coaching, bodybuilding, not deliberately, but just kind of <laughs> a course of fuck ups that kind of sent me in a, <laughs> in, in a, a blessing in disguise, really in that direction. So now I've been, um, coaching now sort of PT and stuff for about seven years. I think it's been my seventh and a half years, something like that. Um, and obviously bodybuilding, I'd say I've been taking it seriously the last three or four years, properly. That's mm. kind of my uh, area at the moment, I'd say. So as a kid, or up until that 17-year-old point, was there anything like fitness-related or like sports, stuff like that, your background before yeah, obs- going into that? or was Obsessed it- with anything. Like, yeah. I wouldn't stop moving, to be honest. I'd be like fucking doing laps on fields and shit. Yeah. be out skipping on the punch bag when my family are like sitting in watching a movie I was always like yeah I had to go and I had to be doing exercise to feel like relaxed or chilled it's like if I go a day without training anything I'm like fucking all over the shop to be honest so it's always been a huge part and that was the main driving force to joining the marines I was never really like academic or like School or oh no! Just, <laughs> <laughs> skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was never like mad about guns or military, only as much as any young lad was. It was always the fitness side of the Marines that really got me into wanting to do it because I knew it was the fucking hardest thing I could do, mm. fitness-wise and mentally. So that's that was what really wanted. I, can I fucking do it? 
like that's what I really wanted to. What was harder, mental or the <coughs> fitness side? Because you said you were like running and active. Was it um, the mental side of like, like, same for you, Matt, same question. Like that, going from living your life as a kid, teenager at home to that strict regime, as I can imagine it is, is that like a wake up call? To be honest, because I was so young, I didn't take it seriously. I thought it was all this fucking joke. Like the older <laughs> guys, <laughs> the older guys, they they'd they'd had a life before. You know, I was seventeen when I went in. I didn't really know any any different, so I wasn't missing anything. I wasn't. I didn't have this normal working life going home to your mm. wife or girlfriend, and now you're lying in a fucking swamp somewhere on Dartmoor. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't really know any different. I was like, oh, it's just, you know, it's true. It, it was hard, but. The older guys, I think, they had a normal life before, so they struggled. They found it harder. Yeah. I think so, yeah. And fitness-wise, like, well, I same as you. You you got the commando, the fucking PT superior, it? yeah. No, and the medalist, right? The yeah, PT yeah. medalist. So, that's where me and Mark, we we weren't, we weren't in at the same time. You're about a year before me, I think, right, or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So we like excelled, I guess, in the fitness side of it. Yeah. So fitness-wise, it was it was hard. Yeah, of course it was hard, but I don't know. I, I say 50-50 with, with what I struggled with. You, you said it was different for you. Yeah, I like, it was a big shock to my system, really. Yeah. But I went in there naive enough, I think. Like, kind of similar, but not so similar. I was naive um, and that I was going to get broken down. Like, I remember on week three, in the drying room, like crying my eyes out on the phone to my mom. I was like, I want to come home. And my mom's like, you're not coming home. And there's still, what, there's another eight months of training. <laughs> so I think like for me, it was more of a breaking me down to build me back up. Like that's what I, I've mentally felt that I was broken down. Um, and I was probably at a malleable age at 16 mm. um, to get built back up. But I was the same, same as you, I, I was mad. I was mad about training. I was going down like the football parks with, uh, do you know the big five litre bottles of water and doing farmer's walk. I kid you not, I was doing farmer's walks. I was doing like, pull-ups on the uh, football bar beams. I was mad. I was just mad about it. But You've got to have like an obsession with either being a soldier or with fitness yeah. and pushing yourself, like pushing the limits. Because that's something, I didn't like boxing and training, rugby and stuff like that before as a kid you know as you get pushed but yeah. it's uh, I think you have to have an, like an obsession to see how far you can get pushed you've got to be curious like what's going to break me What when will I fucking quit or when you know what, what's going to be too much for me yeah. to do I think that's what it was for me it was like right I've fucking done that now that what's yeah. next week can I fucking get through next week what made you join like what was what was the sort of uh, I went to college for half a day and I sat in the electrical, <laughs> electrical, engineers, <laughs> yeah. electrical engineers class and I looked around and I was like, fuck am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. But no, I just, um, just curiosity, I think. Yeah. I well, probably, probably, we'll go back a bit. How would you describe the Royal Marine Commandos? Like, like for anyone listening, I know there's a big portrayal of army and, and we, are very, it t- we, we take it very seriously. Like, we're not army. How would you describe the Romans commandos? Um, Perfectionists, I would say, in in every area. Um, But 
as much as it's such a perfection and discipline side of it, on the other side of it, you got to be fucking mental at the same time. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think there's like a perfect balance between um, detail and control, channeled aggression, and then also having a bit of a lunatic side of you. Do you know what I mean? Like nailed <laughs> on the head, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfectly sums a pair of you up. Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Uh, when the conversation there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> so, through those, what was it, five years you said you were in there? Four or five years? Yeah, four and a half, I think it was. But. Fitness, that obsession, whilst doing sort of tours and sort of training and stuff like that, that continues to grow. Sorry, when you're Excelled in there? Excelled in it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because I've yeah. seen pictures of you, we'll put, put some up now from... We'll get some pictures of Chad Fots. Your your training and your your let's say physique as well is developing as you're getting older and stuff like that. What did you have something in mind as to what you wanted to do back then with no. training and fitness, or was no. it just week by week, day by day? It's literally just drilled in, wasn't it? Yeah, like it yeah, wasn't yeah. it? It was a non-negotiable thing. Yeah, uh, it's like brushing your teeth in it. Like yeah. you get up and just do it. You get up and right. You got a ten-mile run today. Yeah. We're doing we're doing log runs around camp. All right. Yeah, there's no, there's no, like, <laughs> there's no negotiation. There's no I mean, like, oh, next week I want to work on this. It's like, no, yeah, and next week we're we're yomping next week. Or there was no progression. It was just you always had to be combat ready. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was it, really. But you know, there's. I think that was an enjoyable part though. Yeah. You know what I think? Not having too much of a structure with it, mm. or not having too much of a. You just always felt ready. Always fit, really. Yeah. Mm. That's how I wake up in the mornings. <laughs> combat ready. Always ready in combat ready. <laughs> <laughs> Completely opposite. <laughs> Broken. Broken every day, yeah. That's the similarity. So what then, that's obviously developed your mindset into sort of a very hardened, push myself, day by day sort of sort of mindset, would you say? That continue with you now and, and your approach to what you want to do now with your goals? Yeah. Do you know what? It, the weird thing is, is even more so. Yeah. When I was in there, I didn't realize how drilled in it was. Yeah, because everyone around you is like it. Yeah, it's like program. So you don't see the difference between like general population or people that. Yeah. Don't have that. So when you're in there, I was always obsessed with. It. I would, I would do whatever training I had to do, then I always go do my own training. And some lads would fucking sit and watch Jeremy Carl with a fucking packet of biscuits or whatever. But I was always trying to do as much as I could, just because I there was no discipline. I just enjoyed it. I just yeah. loved doing it. So um, it wasn't until I left and probably about 12 months afterwards and I started, I guess, like bodybuilding and being around people who didn't have that background. And I was like, fucking hell, people like give up easy, don't they? Or like they don't want it as much as they say they want it. And mm. when you're in there, like it's a very uh, toxic masculine environment, isn't it? But yeah. Looking back on it, like yeah, very toxic. It's like if you like you're a pussy if you can't do something. Mm. That's it. You are a fucking pussy. Yeah. And then it's kind of hard to take that away, or sorry, not take that away. Yeah. Into everyday life when you're training with clients and stuff like that, or I don't know. Like you just look at some people and you're like, why are you putting sixty percent effort into shit? Like I don't, un I don't understand it. Because mm -hmm. they teach you like hundred percent, or just fucking don't bother. Or don't bother. Mm. Quit. <laughs> So it's like, it's one or the other, there's no... No in between. No. no. Did you struggle coming out? Uh, I not did. Com not coming out. <laughs> 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 I 
recording now. It's yeah. another tour. We, <laughs> we, we, we've jumped 20 minutes. <laughs> about 2022 so i can see down, notes did you, down there did you struggle coming out of the marine <laughs> I, normal life did you and same to you mark is that adjustment period i um, did actually but i didn't help myself because i i came out to do like maritime security private security stuff like that and i ended up getting a criminal record like within a couple of weeks after leaving well i was in my leaving process so I couldn't get all the licenses I applied for. I couldn't get because my my criminal record was violent crime. So I was like, I've left. That's it. I'm out. I've signed everything. Yeah. I can't do what I wanted to do. Oh shit! <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah. And I felt like I just messed my life up by punching someone in card here for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, right, that's quite a good thing. To do. <laughs> <laughs> so I struggled because. Um, I always thought I had to be a soldier. I what age were you? 22 when I came out. Still. So young. I was still a kid, really, but at the time I didn't think I was a kid. I thought, yeah. oh, I'm like, this is it now. I'm like settled. I'm a fucking grown man. I need to sort my own shit out. But look back and I'm like, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so I think I just, I struggled a bit because, okay, the first two months I was like, right, I've got freedom now. I can go to Ibiza and... <laughs> do whatever I want to do for all summer. And that was like, it felt amazing for a couple of months. And then I was like, all right, now no one's telling me what to do. Mm. I haven't got a date to be back to camp. I haven't got exercises or trips or anything like that. I'm like, fucking hell, what am I doing now for the rest of my life? So it's quite daunting, especially yeah. sort of between 17 and 22. I'd say that's when you develop a lot to be, to be the person you're going to become as, a, as an adult. And all of a sudden I was like, a, I wasn't that person anymore. Mm. I was like, who the fuck am I now? Because I'm not a soldier. I convinced myself for ages I was still in the Marines. People would ask me for like six months, what your arm on the Marines? Because I couldn't, I couldn't come to terms with it. It was weird. Like it was, yeah. I didn't know who I was really or what my purpose was. So why did you leave? Uh, just because I was in the, mach I was, so I was in platoon weapon machine gunners branch, part of a fire support group. It's like heavy weapons. <clears throat> and... I was pretty much told I'd be looking at about four or five years before I got promoted. And I'm earning 1,200 quid a month. And it's fine when you're 17, 18 years old, but as you start getting like early 20s, I was like, I don't want to be 27 on 1,200 quid a month. So I was like, I can't really stay in. And you know, there's no trips coming up. There was nothing to look forward to in, in terms of actually being a soldier. Mm. So it was just like, would I do tread water for five years? For me, it's like, Where's the motivation in that? You know, people do it. People get up and do the same thing every day, don't they? But I can't do that. I have to be constantly progressing mm. with anything. Otherwise, I get a bit down, I would say. Yeah. So I, was, I thought it was a good move. But obviously, things fucked, up. things fucked up a bit. Yeah. I had no job. I had a criminal record. Couldn't go back in the Marines. Um, found it very hard being away from people. You know, like you used to go to Tesco's or something, right? Like, I used to come to Tesco. Five of you would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you would be. You'd always. So you've talked to me about this. Yeah. Like, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at Bank of America. com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. About sort of that like separation or being like on your own from that feeling because oh, yeah. you've always had that like group mentality around yeah. your support system. Like, that, that's what I found probably is that one of the most the difficult things is being on my own. Yeah. Like I'd never been on my own. Yeah. I'd left school, I'd left home, I went straight in and you were surrounded by brothers, like people you could trust. And then to be put in an envi- environment like Dubai, I came straight out here, where you've got people you can't trust, you've got sharks in business, and, and being on my own was the hardest thing. Yeah. Like it, it was something that I'd never done before, and only up until recently had I went, no, do you know what, I need to go and actually be on my own and learn that being on my own, I can, I can be all right. Because that's what's drilled into you in, in the Marines, is, is working together. It's, Teamwork, and th- and I suppose that was the beauty of the, the being in the Marines is, is knowing you can work as a unit. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was probably one of the most difficult things. Though. And that's the thing you're surrounded by like-minded people, right? Yeah, and it's not really any bitchiness or anything like that. It's in the Marines, I would say it's all pretty much like if you're pissing me off, like you piss me off. Yeah, 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 that's it. And then you come out and you feel like people are being nice to you, and then they're talking behind your back. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. who's your fucking mate? Actually, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that was quite difficult I think to like I used to go in Tesco's on my own mate and my heart was like I'm like what am I doing like, why am I fucking sketching out in Tesco's on my own <laughs> yeah it was yeah. it was weird like and you feel like a bit of a pussy mm. for it to be honest because you're like why am I getting anxious in Tesco yeah you be on your own in a busy street somewhere and you're like man I'm on my own in a busy street like this isn't right like, <laughs> it's mad like from an outside perspective to that though hardened soldiers mm. which you've got this perception of a royal marine can feel like that mm. but that's like the mental health and the stuff doesn't get spoken about or yeah, it's yeah, a lot yeah, more prevalent yeah. these days and it's getting noticed but it's just hard to think that you could be like that just because you were on your own i think as well going back like because we joined at such a young age we didn't experience normal life yeah so yeah. we didn't have any responsibilities beforehand so we went in exactly that i would like you said coming in those years that develop you the most yeah. In those years, developed the most. You've had people around you the whole time. Mm. Yeah. So I've gone the opposite way now. I spend almost all my time on my own. Yeah. Like if I've got a day off, I usually be on my own. I go to the beach, go out on my bike, whatever. Just I don't like to be around a lot of people now because I had to get, like you said, I had to get used to it. To get, yeah. I had to get used to the feeling of okay, I'm on my own a lot now. Mm. And now I've, I'm so used to it. And that's I feel more comfortable now doing things on my own. To be honest. So what? Are the goals now, now you've come out, business is settled, you're in a very comfortable spot with who you are <laughs> on your own. What's your... Who uh, told you that? <laughs> Don't have hand some notes. But what's, what are you doing now? Like you said, you've got your coaching, your clients, like your goals and your mindset now moving forward. What's the... Um, what's just on as the agenda an, for Toby Richards now? Just as an athlete, I guess. I know it's a big speculation of what's bodybuilding. Is it? Are you an athlete? (laughs) There's a complete divide between just a poser, (laughs) like whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's just just trying to be the best athlete I can be, I guess, or bodybuilder. So no one says I'm not an athlete. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you can run a marathon on a treadmill. Yeah, I could do it tomorrow. I would say if there's anyone in the bodybuilding industry, it's an athlete, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give you that. Ridiculous sort of uh, <laughs> things in your locker. Um, yeah, it's just it's just plugging away at, at 
becoming a better bodybuilder. And I feel like I'm on the verge. I, although I'm 29, just turned 29, I've only been really taking it seriously since I was like 25, I would say. And I took a year out in that, in New York, I was studying. So I've not really been doing it that long, but a lot of guys, they start when they're like 17, 18 years old. Even when I started when I was like 23, 24, I would still spend my off season like drinking and mm. not really cared about making any progress. Mm. I wasn't really living like an athlete lifestyle. It was like, okay, I've got a show coming up in 12 weeks. I better switch on. Now it's like every single day, almost. Probably have four days a year where I'm not working towards something to do with bodybuilding. Mm. So it's just, I don't know, like I'm still an amateur, hoping to go pro this year. I can joke if I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> if I say so myself. Um, and then from there, it's just steps up. It's just, I, I don't like to sit and talk too much about what I am going to achieve. I just, it's not really my style, but I know what I can achieve. I know what I'm capable of. I know what, I keep making steady progress year after year. It's inevitable. I feel young. I feel healthy. Like I'm not burning the wick at both ends, as they say, like. You some guys are killing themselves to turn pro. And I'm like, well, then what? Yeah. Now you've only just started your career, really. Yeah. For me, I feel like I've got loads of energy left. Yeah. I think you're just happy with the discipline and the progression. Like, yeah. that for you is going to be instilled with you for the rest of your life. And I think having that there is going to... Yeah, for me, it's like, I, I compete, okay, because you have to compete. You have to turn up on show day in order to place and move up in the rankings, right? But me it's not I, I love getting up this morning at fucking half five and getting ready to go and train legs that's that's what I like about it I actually like the days where I'm like really hungry really tired and I'm like oh I really don't want to train today and then you train even fucking harder so they're the, that's what I like about it that's the obsessive part of it because it's going back to the marines I always think about how what's going to make me quit what do I have to do that I'm going to be like oh, I can't do this anymore so I'm, I'm curious, I'm always curious as, a, as a where I can take, take my mind. And you, obviously with bodybuilding, your body follows that, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So what does, uh, we ask sort of everybody a, a few questions on this. What's strong mean to you? Um, so being strong, what does that mean? Resilience, mm -hmm. I think. Um, how you handle a situation, how you can, you know, like whatever. Like for, I've done 15 bodybuilding competitions. I've won one. Yeah. Every single show I put everything into it. I, I'll get second, third, fucking last. Okay, right, next one. For me, that's, an, that's a strength, like the, it's an inner strength, being able to deal with with when things the ability, don't go your the way. Failure, failure yeah. or the rejection to something yeah, yeah, yeah. is getting up and going. Yeah. And well, not just body, but you do that over and in, over. In life, in like, life, yeah. yeah. That's just an yeah. example. But the ability to be knocked down and yeah. stand back yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, like, can you go through a low point in life and then come back out of it? Yeah. Or you don't use something's happened in your life as a justification or an excuse. Like, oh, I can't do this because of X, Y, and Z. For me, that's not... The strong people, they just get on with shit. They deal with it. Whatever happens in life, they deal with it. They take that energy and they use it as a as a fuel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Just get on with it. 
Yeah. Crack on. Right. <laughs> you want to ask the, uh, you love this question. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Being heroes ourselves in some way, some people <laughs> perform, some people, but um, if Toby Richards could change the world, what would he do? Good question. Um, this is actually something I've been thinking about a lot lately as well. Um, whether it's the right answer or not, I don't know. But um, I want to set up charity. That's how I want to change the world. I want to set up a fitness charity. So any any places in you know like um, underprivileged countries, I think everyone should have a facility where they can train, even if it's just like an air conditioned room with some fucking treadmills, dumbbells, bench press, anything like that. Um, that's something that I'd like to do in the next five years. Set that up again in sort of third world countries, something like that. And I just want to grow it from there, to be honest. But that's something that I thought, I think last year I came up with the idea of it. Like, believe it or not, I do try and help as many people as I can, even though I might come across as a fucking <laughs> different. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I really want to try and make a change. So if, you know, one day when I'm not fucking here, however long you live for, that can have an impact through yeah. 50, 60, 100 years yeah, after you're yeah. gone. You know, like, I'm money-driven as much as anyone else, but it doesn't get me out of bed in the morning. I only ever want to earn as much as I, as I need. Driving around in fucking Ferraris and shit like that doesn't interest me. Yeah. I, I'd like anything that I can do, any um, success, money, status that I can create over the next 10, 15 years, I want to be able to make... In order to give back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave a legacy, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I drop dead in the next 10 years, I want something to yeah. I've done that's going to help people. And obviously fitness is something I'm mega passionate about, mostly for the, mind, the mindset side of it, the mental health. I was going to say, like, that wanting to sort of give that back to people in these third world countries, not because you want to see somebody learn how to lift a dumbbell, but to have that mental release escape because for me certainly training is a mental release yeah 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 it's it's my way of recalibrating and feeling normal again you said it you want to go challenge yourself feel normal you've got to always be doing something you're, yeah. you're exactly the yeah, same right? I think it's the best remedy or therapy yeah and it's the days that you feel bad you end up doing something and you come out and you go or you push yourself even more yeah, right I feel great that, yeah. that's helped and you can go away and you actually talk to people again yeah like, I think people is that are, because you want that to help people around the world absolutely in yeah 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 i think people who don't understand fitness and training as as seriously as it's perhaps hard to we do it to people in it but they don't understand yeah. the mindset of it like yeah. well, why are you going to the gym for you already look good yeah you don't need to get any bigger or you, you're lean enough it's not if i never made any progress now like not even one percent progress i still train every day hard for the next 10 20 years mm. like Bodybuilding, yeah, people see your physique, so they think, oh yeah, that's what you're working at. Yeah, it's a it's a byproduct of it. It's a s sport, <laughs> but um, the men the mental side of having that output, having that release, having a place to go, where all you got all you got to think about is training, lifting the weights. All right, this bench, this fucking dumbbell's gonna crush me. This barbell's gonna crush me. It's you zone out from everyday life, don't you, a little bit, yeah. and you always leave the gym. I would say, no matter how, what your training is, what your sport is, mm. with uh, like weight off your shoulders, I'd say. Yeah. 
it's that escape it's that release of endorphins and absolutely yeah 100 yeah. however well, i wouldn't say that for the stuff we did in the marines to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yes, doing no. a 30 miler and thinking oh this is great I feel great <laughs> this is good. did not happen and then getting fucking shit on when you get back yeah <laughs> right why are you limping you pussy <laughs> <laughs> just 30 miles uh, right well that is a very uh, very good insight into uh, the commando mindset and what you've taken from it and how you're moving forward so for me it's an eye opener but I appreciate you coming on and oh, thanks, uh, sharing that thank with you people. guys thank you and uh, brilliant that that's what you want to do going forward as well. Really uh, respect that. Look, we, we say it every time if people can relate to any of these things or need help or want to get in touch, our socials are below. So give any one of us a shout out. We're always wanting to chat, help people out. So we hope you enjoyed. Yeah, thanks very much. And we'll see you in the next one. Cheers, Thank Cheers you. Toby. Sports Social Podcast Network.